Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. No matter what time of day it is, or where you're located, right here, right now, you're with me, Laura Paget, And this is my podcast. It's called Living What You're Given. I do this podcast twice a month, usually the second and fourth Wednesday. And this particular season, season two, we are dedicating the first part of it to the idea of choices. That yes, we still have choices. We always have choices, friends. It may not feel like it. But at this point, I wanted for us to start looking at choosing for ourselves and for others. Last time we were together, earlier this month, I told you a story about how I felt excluded as a child from God's family and the church. I also made sure I ended that particular episode with you understanding that I had found people who dismissed the messages I'd had as a small child about not belonging. Today, I want to tell you about a woman I met, oh my goodness, decades ago, She taught me that I was included and that my gift of dance had a special place in worship, even though many people did not believe that to be true and thought it. I want to talk to you today about a woman who came into my life, taught me how to be a mentor, and taught me how to be a mentee, and I hope that as you hear this story, you will understand that we have so many choices every day how we treat people. And sometimes if we could see the result of what has happened from our words and our actions, and although I don't believe that it is always true, I believe that sometimes we just never know that we have touched a soul. Well, hello, friends, again, and welcome back in to Living What You're Given podcast. As I mentioned earlier, we are in season two in Living What You're Given, and I am once again using some music by a dear friend of mine called Stephen Ray Watts from the band Dotsero. The name of that song is If You Only Knew. And I've chosen it for much of this series because I think it's very important to always be aware that even in our fast-paced, quick-stepped world that we live in, we are constantly in positions where we can touch a soul, good or bad. And the idea of if I only knew is something that I am trying to keep before me as I respond to different situations in my life right now too. Stephen Ray's 
uh, website is always in my show notes. He is a jazz musician and a praise fellowship mu- musician. And if you want to connect with him, check out his website. You could look at some of the music he's done, maybe purchase some. You could also see where he's going to be playing, where he's available for you to listen to him live. And I suggest if you have an opportunity to do that, uh, please take advantage. It'll be a tremendous blessing. But for today, I want to get on with the show, and I want to talk to you about how we treat each other's gifts, the choices we have, not only in churches, but everywhere, about other people's gifts. When I was in my 40s, I became very ill with a chronic condition that I still have. I had always felt like even, you know, in my 40s, I'd always felt a great affinity for dance. And I'd always been sort of a dancer, although never trained in any form or another. So when I got ill, my doctor said to me, you need to exercise and it will help. Well, I really didn't feel too much like that. But I happened to be blessed that night to see a show that many of you know called Riverdance on PBS. And I fell in love with it. And I thought, exercise, dance is exercise. So I found a teacher, wonderful teacher, Miss Judy DiNapoli. Many people out there know her. And I took lessons. I also found a teacher up in Golden to teach me how to do tap dance and clog. So I went all out. And I did start feeling better because what I had was not only affecting my body, it was also affecting my soul. And dance was a piece of my heart that needed to be nurtured as a means of expression. So for years, I did tap, I did clogging, and I did Irish. But you know, there was always something about the dance, even though I was blessed with wonderful teachers, Miss Colette, Miss Joy, Miss Judy, so many people that have been in my life, Miss Michelle, as dancers and teachers, I was blessed to learn from some really, really good dancers and dance teachers. But there was something missing. And I never really knew what it was until I saw a ladies' conference. I saw some women who were doing sacred dance, praise dance, to Be Thou My Vision one of my favorite songs. And I had a friend of mine with me at that conference, and we looked at each other. She also was a dancer. And she said, I want to do that. And I said, so do I. So I knew that I needed to have some instruction in how to do it. And I mentioned it to a friend of mine, and she said, oh, I know who you need to go to. So she wrote a name down on a piece of paper, and I put it in a folder for future reference. I never really got to those lessons at that point. I was competing, I was performing in different groups, and I just didn't take the time. But I still knew I wanted to do this. So I went down to a school, many of you will know this woman in the Denver area too, uh, that was run by Miss Gwen Bowen. And Miss Bowen asked me if I would teach a class in Irish dance, and I thought, well, sure, why not? So I taught that class, but at the end of the class, Miss Bowen thanked me, and she said, um, you know, you really do seem to have a heart for dance. And I said, well, I do, but mostly I have a heart for dancing for God. 
And she looked at me and she goes, oh my goodness, that's my favorite kind too. Let me give you the name of a woman that I think can help you with that. She wrote down the name and I went home and pulled it, put it into the same file, but I pulled out the previous piece of paper and it was the same name. Miss Cheryl Yerusso in Boulder, Colorado. Grace and Glory dance team at Vine Life Church. I called her up and she said, well, please come on up. Now, when I went up there to Boulder, I had no idea what I was doing. All I knew is I wanted to learn praise dance. And Cheryl had such a light about her. She glowed with the love of God and she was a beautiful dancer. But her movements were simple and they were inclusive. And she took me under her wing for many years, along with many others, hundreds of other people, and taught us how to do praise dance, movement in worship, in prayer, in petition, and in praise to God. Let me explain to you that this was not exactly the most popular art form in churches in those days. We're talking now about the late 90s, uh, early 2000s. And Miss Cheryl was a pioneer. She taught me we do not push our way through doors that are slammed in our face. We simply gracefully say, okay, and wait for God to open another door where the art of dance would be welcomed. And I did that. In my church at that time, it was not welcome. It did. There were people who would call me up and say, we don't want this here, and don't you bring it here. I even had one gentleman who would call and say, I see that you're starting to get a dance team together. Let me tell you, I will never come to worship where there is dance. And I reflected on Miss Cheryl's words. Do not push against a closing door. You don't have to. It isn't your battle. Move on. So I did. I said, fine. That's fine. There were people who were worship leaders, people who'd been worship leaders for decades in that church who were very territorial, I'll be honest, and they did not want to share any kind of time with anyone else or anybody else's gifts. If this sounds like your church, I'm sorry. But I still say, as Ms. Cheryl said, do not push against closing doors move on. Now, I didn't move on out of that church. I just found other ways. And as I watched Miss Cheryl and her team, and they all loved me, and they all included me as they did everyone else, because you see, inclusion or exclusion comes from the top down. Leaders, did you hear that? It comes from the top down. So what you are promoting is going to be infused and diffused through the body that you are leading whether it's a sacred area or a secular area. But Miss Cheryl had taught her team, and they demonstrated to me and many others that we were welcome. I also watched her pioneering spirit. And as a pioneer, she knew she was up against a lot of resistance. Just like the pioneers of the Old West, they were up against a lot of resistance. But they persevered, and so did she. Thus, so did I. As time went on, I learned many different ways to move to praise music. I met 
hundreds of other people from different backgrounds and from different ethnicities who were bringing along their ethnic dance into worship, as I did with Irish. Miss Cheryl taught me that to be a mentee meant to listen and to look and to learn and then to take what I had been taught and share it with others. And so I did for many years. Now the resistance in that particular church was turned around because although I had gone to the pastor at the time and he said absolutely not, I, re- I did not argue. I stepped back and said, okay. And the team that I was blessed to form went to different places to dance. We went to Regis University. We went to different festivals. We went to retreats. We did the dance, but we did not ask to do it in church again. Then that particular man, that pastor, happened to one day see it at a funeral. Three young women danced to lift you up on eagle's wings, a beautiful song, to help their grandfather transition on his road to glory. He came back and said, I understand you now. I know what you're saying now. And I will allow you to try this in church. So we did. And we danced very simple movements, Because you see, in praise dance, it ain't about the dancer. It's about the Lord. And if you're all up there doing fancy things, and I'm not cutting anybody down who does ballet or anything like that, but most people's eyes will be on the technical skill, merit, and accomplishment of the performing dancer. Because performance is about perfection, it's about precision, and it's about exclusion. Praise dance is none of the above. Simple. Anyone can do it. I've taught people in wheelchairs how to praise God in movement. Miss Cheryl passed away in January after a fight with cancer. And I dedicate this show to her because I, too, from her, have grown into a praise dancer and a pioneer. And I know that the one thing I will always do is include other people when I have a choice, when I have a chance. It's hard when people we love die. Miss Cheryl fought a, a, a battle with cancer and lost that this year, 2022. But what she left as a legacy of love, inclusion, prayer, praise, within movement to and for and with God is a gift that I pray I can continue to pass on to other people. I know that there are a lot of people out there who know Miss Cheryl, and I'm sharing this with her team because I miss them, and we all miss her. But we also... I believe all understand that the lessons she taught us about movement for the Lord were not just about dance. They were about love. They were about inclusion. They were about joy. Oh, my friends, 
I cannot think of another time in my 70 years on this planet when those things need to be brought forward for all of us. And maybe, just maybe, if you're willing to join me in that, we too can pioneer together to find the love, the peace, the grace that Jesus wants for our world. I want to thank you for listening to this story, and I want to thank you for those of you who have supported my ministry and dance over the years. There are a lot of people out there who have gifts, many, many, that they never share. Everyone is gifted. Everyone is creative. You see, because we are in the image of the great creator. It is not up to me to say your gift is not worthy. It is not up to me to say you are not welcome to bring that here. Nor is it up to anyone else. But it is also not up to us to fight with the powers of B and the people who simply do not want this in worship. I honor those people and I move on. I'm Laura Paget, and you have been listening to Living What You're Given. Today I shared a story of a woman who made a choice to help me, to help many, in a pioneering spirit in a time when the dance was not being, well, shall we say, wholly accepted within church. That's changing now, and there are many, many teams across the United States. There always have been throughout the world. But there are many teams throughout the United States who are praising God in movement. If you get a chance to see one, please treat yourself and do. In the meantime, if you'd like to reach out to me, my name is Laura Paget. You can get a hold of me on my website, laurelpaget.com. You will also find there past episodes of this particular podcast, as well as my writing. Many of my stories are about dance, the power of dance, what I've seen happen within myself and others, and the expression of that art. If you would like to find this podcast on other platforms, it's on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, and many other platforms where you may get these particular podcasts. You can always subscribe to the podcast if you wish, and what that means is you just kind of follow, or they'll ask you for your email if you want to be alerted when the new episode is coming out. I do understand people don't like to get emails. They don't like to give their personal information. That's fine. You can also contact me on my web page where it does say Contact Laura, and you can find my information there contact me via email and I will put you on a special list where I can let you know when these are coming out. And as you listen to the stories on this podcast in the next few weeks, can help you to understand that what we do, what we say, how we act, and how we treat each other really does matter. And you just never know if you can be like a Cheryl Yerusso. Oh, this woman touched my soul in a deep, deep way and brought forth the courage to share the gifts God had given me. My friends, I'm not saying everybody's going to touch a lot of souls, but I can guarantee you, you're going to touch some. And I hope that this story will help you remember every day in your interactions with people, 
that we just never know. And if we only knew, we might walk in a little different way. We might touch souls in a good way. Until we meet again on March 9th, I wish for you to be blessed and to be a blessing and to go out and touch souls in a good way. Until then, bye-bye. Take care.